Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 815. Maître, she said, her eyes still fixed on mine. She looked down and made her way back to her book. Maître, Vachette said, a hint of dismay in her voice. She might have said more, but Shaheen reached out and cuffed her sharply on the side of, her, of the head. It was exactly the same motion Vachette had used to chastise me a thousand times in the last month. I couldn't help myself. I laughed. Vachette and Shaheen glared at me. Actually glared. Mogwin turned to look at me. She didn't seem upset. Do you laugh at the name I, I have given you? Never, Mogwin, I said, trying my best to gesture respect with my bandaged hand. Names are important things, she continued to eye me. And what would a barbarian know of names? Some, I said, fumbling with my bandaged hand. I couldn't add fine shades of meaning to my words without it. Far away, I have made a study of such things. I know more than many, but still only just a little. Mogwin looked at me for a long time. Then you will know you should not speak of your new name to anyone she said. It is a private thing and dangerous to share. I nodded. Mogwin looked satisfied at this and settled back onto her chair, opening a book. Vachette, my little rabbit, you should come and visit me soon. Gentle, chiding fondness. I will, grandmother, Vachette said. Thank you, Mogwin, Shaheen said. Differential gratitude. The other woman nodded. The other woman nodded a distracted dismal, and Shaheen led us from the cave. Later that evening, I walked back to Vachette's house. She was sitting on the bench out front, watching the sky as the sun began to set. She tapped the bench beside her, and I took a seat. How does it feel to no longer be a barbarian? she asked. Mostly the same, I said. Slightly drunker. After dinner, Penthe had pulled me away to her house, where there was a party of sorts. Call it a gathering, rather as there was no music or dancing. Still, I was flattered that Penthe had gone to the effort of finding five other Adem who were willing to celebrate my admittance to the school. I was pleased to learn the Adem impassivity dissolved quite easily after a few drinks, and we were all grinning like barbarians in no time. It relaxed me. And that's the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. And the word you were bouncing over there was dismissal. Oh, you're right. I read it as dismal twice in a row, but you're right. It is dismissal. <laughs> Thank you. I was about to ask about that. I was like, what does this mean? <laughs> Oh, words, man, they're difficult. <laughs> Tempe is not at this party, it turns out. Or if he is, it's unmentioned, which I find odd. I think that he would be mentioned if I think that there. he's not allowed to hang out with Quoth yet. Yeah, but why? Why now? He's like, now he's like part of the school. Why would, why would he still be forbidden from hanging out with Tempe? He does show up again immediately after the stone trial so maybe it is he's not allowed to meet him till after the stone trial or something like that but it does seem odd that they're doing like a party and tempe isn't there 
I feel like they also because because remember that we're they're not just judging whether or not Quoth can be part of the school. They're also judging whether or not Tempe's decision to bring him there was okay. And Quoth becoming part of the school may not necessarily mean that they've are that they've come to a decision about Tempe yet. That's very true. He's only just gotten into the school. So maybe they're like, okay, we are now assessing this new information and we will make our judgments about Tempe based on it, but they haven't actually made those judgments yet. I I think that's very possible. I think another possibility that we can chew on is the idea that they don't want Tempe to be a bad influence on Quoth. If, if we are thinking about the fact that they all seem to have a pretty low opinion of Tempe, then maybe they are concerned that if the guy that they taught wrong is a joke ends up like talking too much with this barbarian and infecting this barbarian with his wrong headed ideas that both will have a harder time becoming civilized. That maybe, I don't know. Maybe it does seem a bit like an oversight to me. Like, I feel like if there's any time for Tempe to show up again, it's at the the rap party, mm-hmm. the celebration for Quoth's induction, but you know, he shows up again in a very clear way in a couple chapters. So, I'll forgive it. For now. Why is Vashit surprised, dismayed even, by the name Maedra? Yeah, I, f- I feel like it has negative connotations for her. The flame, the thunder, the broken tree. Uh, I mean, those are all potentially very destructive things. A broken tree in particular seems evocative among the Adam. Indeed. Of the Latantha, anyway. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea. And do we think she's really Magwin's granddaughter? Oh, I totally. don't. What? Because she's not from here originally. So that doesn't mean that her grandmother wasn't. I mean, it does to me. <laughs> I think it makes it less likely that her grand. I think that she is calling her grandmother the same way that people from certain cultures will call every woman who is their parents' age, but who isn't their parents' auntie. Uh, fine. I guess. I guess that's possible. I, I'm inclined to believe that they are, in fact, kin, only because I like it. I think both uh, options are possible. I do think there's, you know, we know that she's not from there, but there's nothing to preclude that Magwin is also not from there and ended up the the chief namer of the place. Yeah, I was okay. going to say, I'm not from the same place that either of any of my grandparents are from. <laughs> and theoretically, I could move to those places. Right, but you haven't. Yeah, but I might still. I'm just saying, isn't it? Just as likely, if not more likely, that she struck up a friendship with the elderly neighbor of this town and they have an affectionate relationship. I don't think it's any more or less likely. Either way, it is nice color. I think it works both ways and it's nice color for both the characters. I agree with that. It is also like humanizing for the Adem that, as is true with basically every culture, alcohol is the great social lubricant and conversation becomes a lot more easier and fun after everyone's got a couple of drinks in them and they can let their hair down a little bit and stop being so uptight and formal. Yes. And it's it's socially acceptable to smile when you're like getting drunk at a party. Yeah, it's interesting to me that it's not like taboo to to be like this. Like obviously laughter is not taboo. It's and you know like they they forgive children for being this way and clearly it's also like at a party it's okay to smile and laugh and I think a a different author might have structured it in such a way that it was like forbidden to smile, you know, but it's much more, I think it, it feels more real this way in that there's no cause to be afraid of or to 
push away these kind of emotions and actions. It's just like culturally different. It also does help distinguish them from other kind of monastic uptight martial arts orders in fiction, right? They do not have the same, you know, they aren't forbidden from drinking. They aren't forbidden from partying. They aren't, they don't have to live. They don't appear to live as ascetics in the same way that like Buddhist monks do, for example. We have a short letter today from Desert Dry, who writes, Bast Bitten, uh, regarding page 684. Has Bast been bitten? The Cathay speaks to hurt, guiding to self-hate. Signed, Hike Ooh. Ooh. That is an interesting thing to think about. I, I think that if Bast had met the Cathay, he would mention it. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. And also, I think that Bast thinks that anyone who meets the Cathay would be dead. What I present a counterpoint that it doesn't matter if Bast has met the Cathay or not. He has been influenced by the Cathay through his relationship to Quoth. So what if the target is not Quoth? It's not anything Quoth does that will bring the disaster. It's actually Bast. That is possible, but that doesn't mean that he's been bitten. Well, I think bitten in this case is a uh, metaphor. Well, then why does Valerian look for bite marks on Quoth when she asks him if he's been bitten? It's also a metaphor. (laughs) You know how I feel about metaphors. Not great. (laughs) They're good and we should use them more often. Okay, this is not specific to the letter, but it is specific to the letter writer. And and that their name is that that we... Do we call them Desert Dry or do they sign their letters Desert Dry? They sign their letters Desert Dry. Okay, I would like it very much if someone who has not written a letter to us yet, but is going to write a letter and does not have an epithet for themselves, if they could be desert wet, because that would be really funny. <laughs> uh... Not in like a sexy way, just because it's desert <laughs> wrong and desert wet. <laughs> well, if they weren't going to do it in a sexy way before, before they certainly will now. <laughs> Nick said, uh, in a weird way, so I just needed to clarify. No, I, I, said, I said, uh, in a weird way, not because it was sexual, Jordana, you went there. <laughs> Because... I assume that any time you guys like pause, that something I've said is accidentally sexy. That is how that is how my mind functions when you create awkward pauses. No, just this strikes me as like a uh, a, a self given name and is one that I think we should treat respectfully rather than okay. like a a joking epithet. So I, I do not recommend that you write in as desert wet, no matter what Jordana's uh, predilections or peccadillas may may. Uh, ask you to do you should however name yourself predilections and peccadillos it would also have to be like a person who wrote in poetry though okay anyway it's not happening i get it it's not a nice thing to do okay good (laughs) i'm glad we had this conversation you should alliterate more i've learned my lesson i'm sorry you should always alliterate their names more that that is true yes and after today i believe jordana you have now taken the crown of the podcast resident pervert so congratulations what oh I will be reclaiming my crown on tomorrow's page. That's fine. (laughs) The win.